Britain steps up diplomatic hostility towards China. In banning the Chinese ambassador from Parliament, Britain is ramping up its pro-war stance. The banning of the Chinese ambassador from the Houses of Parliament is a deepening of the British government's hostility to China, and a reckless ratcheting up. Of the ruling class's ongoing drive to all-out war. In September, Chinese ambassador to the UK Chang Ziguang had his invitation to a House of Commons event revoked, and has since been banned from entering the Houses of Parliament. This impulsive and reckless move by the British government. Was carried out at the behest of a group of MPs and peers, who had received travel bans from China in March, and whose assets in the country had been frozen. This group includes members of the Interparliamentary Alliance on China (IPAC), a collection of ministers from the UK, including Ian Duncan Smith of the Conservatives. And Baroness Helena Kennedy of the Labour Party, Australia, Japan, and Europe, who believe the West's ongoing drive to war with China just isn't moving quickly enough. The decision to block Ambassador Chang Ziguang from Parliament is a piece of rank hypocrisy. Firstly, because ministers involved in IPAC. Have been pressuring their respective governments, as well as the United Nations, to step up investigation of what they call a genocide taking place in Xinjiang. The group has been at the forefront of trying to make the label of genocide stick. Indeed, after succeeding in having Ambassador Zheng banned from Parliament. One of the MPs blustered, "If the genocidal Chinese regime think they can shut down free speech by parliamentarians in a democracy, there are consequences. And in this case, it is that the Chinese regime must not have a platform in the mother of parliaments. Given that these charges are entirely fabricated." And merely one more pretext to justify interfering with China's sovereignty in the good old tradition of imperialist domination, it was entirely in keeping for China to react by limiting the reach of these MPs' warmongering activities, and the hypocrisy stretches further still. The restrictions China placed on these MPs. Were themselves implemented in response to sanctions of high-ranking Chinese officials by then Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab back in March. Raab justified these sanctions by reference to the supposed gross human rights violations taking place against Uyghurs and other minorities in Xinjiang. Clearly, this genocide myth. Is now playing the role that the weapons of mass destruction lie played in the Labour Party's drive to war in Iraq. 
This is not, therefore, a situation in which both governments are at fault. The British ruling class, via its government, its loyal opposition and its media, is pushing these trumped-up charges of human rights violations against China in order to paint a picture of China as a hostile entity in the minds of the British people. These lies, endlessly propagated by corporate media and bourgeois politicians, are designed to soften up the public so that they will accept our rulers' intervention in Chinese affairs, whether in Hong Kong, Xinjiang, the South China Sea or anywhere else. The real motives for such interventions are not moral, however, but strategic. A large section of the British ruling class is enthusiastically joining the US imperialists in their desperate quest to contain the threat to imperialist world domination posed by a rising China. As evidenced by the new AUKUS Treaty, which binds Britain and Australia ever more tightly into the axis of aggression, our ruling class is driving us inexorably towards all-out war. Its actions are proof if proof were needed, that the real enemy of the workers is not abroad, but right here at home. The British working class must resist the drive to war by any means necessary. We have no interest in such a catastrophic conflagration, since neither the Chinese people nor their government is any threat to us. There is no possible justification for cooperating in the imperialist war effort, which will only bring enormous suffering to the masses of both sides, and which cannot possibly be won. Mm-hmm.